A few months back, my husband Darren and I did a live webinar sharing our blueprint for improving your step family life. We sat down on the big comfy couch and we laid it all out there. We talked about what it used to be like and what we used to fight about and how I used to handle issues with the kids and what it did to the vibe of our home and our marriage. And then we shared how we got to where we are now. Our step family stressors are still there. We still aren't on the same page about a lot of things when it comes to parenting. We still argue here and there, but the way that we show up for each other and our family has completely transformed. And so is the vibe of our home. In this webinar, we shared why Darren used to think I was like living with a grown-up tattletale when it came to the kids. The time of day we would get in our biggest fights, communication strategies that have changed the vibe of our home, how we stopped arguing when we disagreed about co-parenting and parenting issues, why disengaging with love was the best thing I've ever done, the boundaries that made me feel like myself again, the rule that improved our marriage, and how Darren thinks that partners should respond when the ex or the kids disrespect their wife, and so much more. I'm so grateful that Darren agreed to sit down and have this conversation with you guys because this is the stuff that has really transformed the entire vibe of our home and how I feel about my step family life. You can sign up for a copy of the webinar at www.jamiescrimshire.com forward slash stepfamilyblueprint. Watch it with your partner, watch it alone. Either way, I highly recommend investing this time into your family. As stepmoms, we focus a lot on things we can't control. Sometimes so much that we lose sight of all that we can. Change starts with you and what happens inside your home. www.jamiescrimshire.com forward slash stepfamilyblueprint. Hey there, it's Jamie Scrimger here, and you're listening to the Kick-Ass Stepmom Podcast. I'm a wife, a mom, a stepmom, a coach, a conversation opener, and a BS caller. Eight years ago, I found myself sitting on the bathroom floor, bawling my eyes out, wondering what the heck I was thinking, marrying a man with three kids and an ex-wife. Look, don't get me wrong. I was madly in love. The kids were great. But being a stepmom is, well, it's just complicated. If you know, you know. As a 26-year-old with zero experience in the parenting department, I went to the internet for support. But I was disappointed with what I found. So I decided to create the type of support I was looking for. Raw, real, solution-focused conversations about all things motherhood, stepmotherhood, and living a kick-ass life. Life can be hard, really freaking hard. But it's entirely possible to thrive amongst the tough stuff. Each week, I will bring you tips and strategies and mindset shifts to inspire you to live your own version of a kick-ass life. We'll bring you along as I create my own. Let's do this. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the podcast. All right. So this episode is coming out the week after my birthday. And I really wanted to do a birthday reflection podcast because to be honest, this is a really weird birthday for me. It feels wild to me that I'm going into my 36th year. To the point that every so often I will text my sister and be like, do you think it's weird that we're adults, like grown ups in charge of children with real life adult responsibilities? And I don't know, something about 36 being closer to 40 than I am to 30. I just think it is wild. I just, I feel like a grown up now, like a real grown up. So in reflecting on this year, as I tend to do, I am going to be honest as always. I would not say this is a year where I just crushed it. I did not meet one of my goals, not one. I had goals for my business that I didn't hit. 
I said I was going to lose some LBs and I didn't. I actually haven't been this size since I gained my freshman 20 after having an all-you-can-eat meal package in my university dorm. I didn't meet any of my goals in terms of like organization. And honestly, I just didn't meet any of my freaking goals this year. And that's okay. It has been a year of highs and lows. There have been tragic events, turmoil in relationships, new boundaries that have had to be set, ongoing stress. I took some risks in my business that didn't turn out the way I hoped they would. Like, I am not going to look back on 36 and be like, well, that was a real good one. But I will look back and say that it was a year of a lot of personal growth and lessons about perspective and mindset and the ebbs and flows of life and just how precious life can be. On the flip side, some good things did happen. The podcast grew. We bought a chalet investment property and were able to finish off our dream renovation. I talk a lot about moving into the house that my husband lived in during his first marriage. And I'm just really excited to finally feel like this house is our house and we have really you know, made it into our own. So I'm really excited to be able to share the details of that later on this year. But yeah, it has been highs and lows, ebbs and flows, lots of risk taking. Sometimes things panned out, sometimes they did not. And yeah, I also did a lot of personal growth this year. I talked a lot about it on my Instagram in terms of boundaries and diving into my mother wound. And if you haven't listened to the episodes on boundaries and the mother wound, I highly recommend going back and listening to those. I will link them in the show notes for you. But all of that growth and just kind of deep dive back into my childhood and just the messages that I have and the wounds that I maybe haven't dealt with, I've been really marinating in that. So I'm finishing this year feeling really good, even though it wasn't one that I just like crushed life. Again, there was just a lot of personal growth and it's just kind of set me up with the foundation to go into the next year with some intentions and some lessons. And I'm just ready to get off autopilot and be more intentional with my life because time is just not slowing down. 30 freaking six, what is happening? So in this episode, I figured I would share some of my big takeaways for this year. So three of them to be exact. And then I'm going to answer some questions that you guys submitted over on Instagram. Speaking of Instagram. Okay. So Instagram, I have a love hate relationship with Instagram. I love it some days, but most days I do not. And it is a lot to maintain an Instagram account. And I've always struggled with that. In fact, I struggled so much that I decided to create a second Instagram account for my podcast, which in retrospect, was just such a dumb move because, yeah, I struggled to keep up to date on my actual Instagram account. So adding another one on, I don't really know what I was thinking. So we did it. I was running this Instagram account. And then I've been going through life and thinking about areas where I can just cut the fat, aka the things that I don't have to be doing or that I can do in a different capacity. And that Instagram account is something that has got the snip. So if you follow at Kickass Stepmom Podcast on Instagram, right now we're on a little hiatus. You may have noticed where I haven't really been posting. I highly recommend coming on over to at Jamie Scrimger if you want to stay in the loop or if you just want to connect over there. That's what I love to do is connect with you guys over there. Or you can also subscribe to the podcast and sign up for my emails at jamiescrimger.com forward slash subscribe. Those are also ways that you could stay up to date on all the latest. In fact, I think you should do all three. But yeah, you should know that Instagram account is just not happening right now because we are cutting the fat. So the big take-homes for this year, let's get into that. 
So the first one is, and this is probably something you've heard me say before, but I think it's important to repeat or it's important enough to say again, everyone is on their own journey. And I used to hate the word journey. I used to think it was so corny. Man, I've realized there is no better word. This year, I've really surrendered to that and let go of trying to control other people and other people's perspectives and outcomes that involve other people's opinions. Like everyone is on their own journey. Everyone has their own list of priorities and perspectives and wounds and insecurities and communication styles and coping ability and mental health. And like everyone just has their own stuff. Everyone is on their own journey figuring their self out. And I've surrendered to everything. Like I really have just surrendered. There's so many things that are outside of my control when it comes to relationships with people in my life. I'm just at the point where I'm like, let go, let God. I just have to have faith that things will work themselves out and or we will figure out how to deal with whatever life throws at us. So I've just surrendered to the bullshit and accepted that everyone is just, yeah, on their own thing. And I'm often asked how I got to this place. So surrendering to the tough stuff, to the things that we can't control that are affecting our life. And here's how. We were out for drinks the other day and we were talking to our friends and they asked Darren and I the same question. They were like, how are you so calm about this? Your calm demeter and talking about this, it's like I would be losing my mind. There were times when I would lose my mind about things that I can't control or just relationships that were going sour or just extra stress, say even in our co-parenting relationship. But here's what I do. And this is what Darren and I both do. We both say, what is the worst case scenario here? What is the worst thing that could happen? Okay. If that happens, what are we going to do? Then what will happen? How will we respond? Then what? How will we react? Like we just go through the then what's, then what's, then what's, and on and on like that. And eventually discover that no matter what happens, we're going to be okay. We will figure it out. I just have this undying faith that we will always figure things out. And that's how you get to the point where you can just surrender to it all. Like you have to go to the worst case scenario unless, or at least that's what works for me. So that is the first thing. The second thing that I've really taken out of this year is I've let go of what I thought a good parent or step parent was. I used to be so wrapped up in the values and the directions that I wanted the kids to have or what we thought was best for them in their life. And I realized this year that we were pushing our own wants, needs, and values onto the kids without taking time to understand who they are outside of it all. So I've really taken my ego out of parenting this year and realized that what the kids do want and need, it's not a reflection of us. Our way isn't always the best way. The kids need to be the experts on their own lives and make their own mistakes. Obviously, we are here to guide them and parent and support, but we don't get to create their path for them. What we think is best for them may not be best for them. And good parenting doesn't mean that your kids are in all the sports or on honor roll or getting the best mark on the project in class. And it doesn't mean they're the most popular or perfectly dressed or whatever. And we get caught up in the optics of it all. And it really is crap. It really is crap. And it really is damaging to our kids. And I will say, I think I got caught up in that when I first became a stepmom for sure, because I really wanted to look like I was that perfect stepmom. So this year, my priorities are this. Well, actually moving forward, just in life, I want the kids to feel loved, safe, secure, and supported in whatever they do. That's it. That's the most important thing. And this year, I've become really cognizant of how I show up for the kids. And now I make sure that I'm not inserting my own beliefs 
and wants and needs onto the kids and just letting them figure out who they are outside of this family unit, right? Who are they outside of our influence? They need to find their own unique place in the world. And we're just here to support them in doing that. So it's been really fun to kind of step back and have that changed perspective because you really start to see the kids in a whole new way. Third thing is rest and hustle. I've learned a lot about rest and hustle. I realized how ingrained the hustle was in me. And I've learned to question myself on that. Like I questioned the need to always be doing something or producing something or working at something. I have been go, go, go since I started this platform. And honestly, I used to think it was lazy to stop and have a nap or to binge watch a show on Sunday afternoon or blow off something because I felt tired. I felt like I needed to go, go, go in order to be successful. But holy shit, we need a break. We need some rest. And I have just given myself permission to have more of that. So I've gotten to the habit of asking myself, what do I need right now? And then giving that to myself. So sometimes in the middle of the afternoon, I need a nap. Sometimes I need to sleep in and not wake up at five and do my morning routine. I just need to turn off my brain. Sometimes I need to cancel plans and just be quiet and just kind of chill. I often need to just shut off the noise and the pressures of life. I need to get away. Listening to your body can be such an impactful practice. Our body tells us what we need. We don't need to push, push, push to be successful. Sure, you need to work hard and be productive. But often the real creativity and the momentum comes after you give yourself a chance to rest. So I've been doing a lot more of that lately, and I'd love to give you permission to do that too. That's my really big take home from this past year. More rest. This episode is sponsored by Stepmom Magazine. Guys, Stepmom Magazine is probably one of the only stepmom resources that I check out on a regular basis. It is an online magazine with articles from all the top step parenting experts on all things stepmom life. If you've been through it, Stepmom Magazine has covered it. The articles inside Stepmom Magazine are written by a hand-selected team of experts. Contributors are licensed therapists and published authors and step family professionals who just get it. Stepmom Magazine also has eBooks that you can download if you're struggling with a particular issue, such as disengaging or dealing with the ex or having an R's baby and more. It is a super cost-effective way to get support and most importantly, reassurance that you're not alone. It is such a great feeling when you get the monthly email letting you know that the monthly edition is ready. The articles are always so timely. To subscribe, head to www.stepmamagazine.com and use the code JAMIE20 to save 20%. Again, that's www.stepmamagazine.com and use the code JAMIE20 for 20% off. If you follow me on Instagram, you know that I love smoothies and the kids love smoothies too. Here's the thing though. Sometimes smoothies are an event to whip up. And even though I love when the kids make their own, there's often a huge mess. I'm guilty. There are times when the kids ask for a smoothie and we are like rushing out of the house. I'm like, no, we just don't have time, but no freaking more guys. Aviv Nutrition is my new go-to for breakfast and after-school smoothies for the kids and for me too, and you can even put them in their school lunches. So here is the deal with Aviv. They are three-step blender-free smoothies. They're delicious, plant-based, with high-quality ingredients, organic fruits and vegetables, superfoods, a plant-based protein in each smoothie, no sugar added, no artificial flavors or preservatives, certified organic, the list goes on. 
The smoothies come in frozen wheels, so you just run them underwater for a few seconds, pop the cubes into a bottle or a mason jar, cover with your favorite liquid, we use almond milk, and let them melt for 20 minutes and just shake it up. Or if you wanna have them right now, just use it at home and use the blender. If you head to avivnutrition.com, you can use my code STEPMOM30 for 30% off your first order. You just have to pick between 12, 24, and a 36 product box. Pick the smoothies you want, pick your desired delivery frequency, and that's it. Your commitment-free online smoothie subscription ensures that you are never scrambling for a healthy breakfast or an after-school snack for the kids. Use my code STEPMOM30 for 30% off your first order. And hey, Aviv is also available in more than 3,000 grocery stores across Canada and the U.S., so it's so easy to get your hands on them. You're going to love them. The kids are going to love them. And here's a tip. If you use less liquid, you can make a delicious smoothie bowl, top it with fruit and all kinds of good stuff. Reese is literally obsessed with this. AvivNutrition.com. Use the code STEMMOM30 for 30% off. Alrighty, now let's dive into some of the questions that were submitted on Instagram. I always love doing this stuff with you guys because it helps me know what you guys want to know and you guys come up with some really good topics. So first one is, if you knew what you know now about having a platform, would you do it again? Okay, so I've been thinking a lot about this question and the answer is yes, I think so. I have connected with so many people and have had so many opportunities to learn and grow that I wouldn't have had if I didn't start this platform. Like the conversations we've had on this podcast, the stepmoms I've connected with in the membership, even the people that I follow on Instagram because they're in the same space. Like I've just learned so much from so many people from all over the world that I would have never connected with if I didn't start this platform. I have seriously learned so much through this process and I continue to learn things. Like I'm learning lessons every single day. Like even today, we had a huge hiccup and a challenge and we had to figure it out. And I'm going to be straight. This platform has for sure been one of the most challenging things I have ever done. But being in the situation that I was when Darren and I got together and I had Reese and I was working at Children's Aid and had to make a decision about what to do next, I'm so glad that I decided to do this. Like I would definitely do this again for my family because the big thing for me is the flexibility. I like to be at home. I like to be there for the kids. I like to be able to run to school if one of the kids needs me. I wouldn't be able to do that if I stayed in child protection. I would probably be working a lot of nights and that is just not aligned with the life that I want to live. So to answer your question, yes, I would for sure do it all over again. There are things I would do differently, but you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. Looking back, what are the hardest challenges you've had to face in your stepmom life? I'm going to say learning to shut up and bite my tongue. That was a really big lesson that I, I needed to learn. I was going through old files the other day and I was reading some correspondence that I had printed out between the kid's mom and I during a particularly stressful time when I don't know if either of us were showing up as our best. And I was reading the back and forth. And I thought to myself, what was I thinking talking to someone like that? I don't know why I thought I could talk to someone in that way and why I felt like I could insert myself into that issue. And I'm not going to get into it, but I have learned that I don't need to insert myself into everyone's issues and come in and try to solve problems. And I certainly don't need to share my opinions in the ways that I used to. Like my opinion doesn't actually matter. And 99% of the situations. And growing up and in my early adulthood, I always responded emotionally. And this is 
a situation that has really allowed me to see how that is not the best way to go about having healthy relationships. And you know what? It just doesn't work. So I have learned a lot as a stepmom, but learning to shut the hell up has definitely been one of the big ones. Restraining myself, learning to think before I speak. It's, you know, really important to mull things over and think before you react. And I am working on that most of the time I do that, but you know, sometimes we all slip into bad habits. Anyway, I just think it's crazy how sometimes things that seem like a really big deal when you're all fired up 24 hours later just doesn't seem important anymore. So I've learned that it's a really good idea to just can those responses until you have time to marinate. Again, easier said than done, but that has been my big lesson. What are some goals that you have for this year to make life less stressful? Yes, less stress. That would be awesome. So this year I'm really focused on getting organized. And here's the thing. I've been talking about how I'm such an unorganized person over and over again for years. And I am not an organized person, but I really want to be an organized person. So I'm going to stop saying that I'm unorganized and just start being organized. So right now I'm getting systems in place for my business and paperwork and personal stuff. And just like managing and organizing our home, I'm pretty proud of how far I've come and things that I've purged and just some spreadsheets and stuff we've put into place. But I've always been this like fly by the seat of my pants, I'll figure it out later, it doesn't really matter kind of person, which works really well in a lot of situations. But, you know, the time I spend looking for matching socks or looking for keys or looking for my debit card because I lost it or trying to do the books for my business five minutes before the tax deadline it's all a bit of a time sucker and it causes unnecessary stress and time is money. So I'm really dedicated to that this year and I'm pretty pumped to just, I don't know, be a grown up and get some files in order. Second thing is I've started to meditate and just be still more and quiet. And it's made a really big difference in my anxiety and how I cope with the day to day. And I'm just really trying to make space to calm my mind and create this daily meditation practice. Because I know I've said this before, but no one is like, oh, I wish I didn't meditate. Like everyone who meditates swears by it. And so I'm just really trying to get into that groove and being patient with myself in the process because I am sitting there thinking about what I'm going to have for lunch. And I, you know, my thought goes to like something from high school or like, I, oh, maybe I should call my mom. Like my, I'm literally super scattered when I'm trying to meditate but every time I do it, I get better and better and just like more focused on the present and it really does help. So I am, um, yeah, being easy on myself right now. I can do about five minutes before thinking about all the things that I need to do, but we shall get there. What is the thing that you're most proud of learning, mastering, or growing? So I thought a lot about this and I would say it's this platform. Now, I can totally get caught up comparing myself to the big thought leaders and like the big online brands and the people with all the th hundreds of thousands of followers and that kind of stuff. But when I really think about what we've built here, I'm just super proud. I'm proud of the community. I'm proud of the conversations we're having. I'm proud of the podcast. I'm even proud of the really big scripts that I've made and the lessons that I've learned. Like, I didn't know how to do any of this when I first started my blog. Like I look back on the content and the stuff that I created when I first started and I'm like, oh my gosh, how embarrassing. But it's been this huge learning process and I have done a lot of Google searches and I have spent a lot of time on help desks and I have really done a lot of trial and error and I have worked my ass off building this platform to what it is now. And I'm 
super proud of it. I'm super proud that this is now my job. I'm proud that I have a team supporting me so that I can focus on things that only I can do. Like, honestly, I am really, really proud of this platform. And you know what? I'm also really proud of my website. I did that website by myself. Again, a lot of blood, sweat, Google searches, hours on the help desk. Went into creating that website. It's new. I just revamped it. So if you haven't checked it out, go check it out. But I'm super proud of it because this website is a constant reminder that you can figure out anything if you commit to it and you have the internet and you're you know, committed to just figuring it out. So yeah, to answer that question, I'm most proud of this platform and the community and the relationships and our ability to just figure things out. As you look back on what you learned last year, what will the theme be to focus on next year? So I really want to focus on my health next year. And I know that sounds super cliche, but hear this out. So I really want to be proactive with my health. I am going to do this thing called mole mapping, where they're just going to check my skin for any concerns. I'm getting a full physical, going to a naturopath. I just really want to focus on movement and nutrition and just make sure that everything is going well. I'm going to get my hormones checked, like everything. And it's not because I want to lose weight or I want to look a certain way. It's because I really want to be healthy and I want to live a long life with my husband and my family and make memories. And I think you really need to prioritize that. So that is going to be my number one focus this year is just being proactive with my health so that I can, yeah, be here for my people and make lots of memories and have a long life. All right. So the last question is, what is your retirement plan? And what would you like to do and where? I think it's super crazy that you asked this because we've been talking a lot about this. Now, I've always said when Darren is retired, I'm going to retire too, because I always felt like we didn't get that one-on-one -on -one time and alone time when we first got together because we obviously had the kids. And then, you know, we had Reese very quickly when we got married. So I'm excited to just have that quality time with Darren so yeah, when he retires, I'm for sure going to wind things up as well. That being said, I bet I always have a project or always something on the go. Even when Reese was born and I was going to be a stay-at-home mom, I needed to start something. Like That's why I started this platform. Now, I'm only 36, but Darren is 49, so who knows? It's probably going to come quicker than we think. So I picture us by the water, outdoors, good food, spend lots of time in nature, traveling, doing lots of skiing. I see us having a business together. And I know that sounds insane, but I don't know if we will ever fully retire. I've always thought we would do something like have rental properties or do some speaking or some writing together. Like I don't know what will happen, but that's always been a vision that I had for us. So who knows what will happen? But yeah, I definitely see us by the water, outdoors, spending lots of time together. Yeah. I don't know really crazy to think about that. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm 36 and I just got asked about my retirement. What is happening here? Anyway, guys, that's it for this one. Thank you so much for listening. I am so grateful for you and this community. Please know just how much I appreciate you guys. You know, you guys asked in this episode about this business and I have to say, I'm just so grateful for this community and that I get to do what I do and that I get to support you guys and learn from you guys and connect with you guys. And I just... I appreciate every download, share, subscribe, review, comment. I read it all. Everything means so much to me. So just know I appreciate you so, so much. Alrighty, chat with you next week. Thanks so much for tuning in. 
You guys know the drill. If this resonated, share it with someone who you think will love it too. And if you haven't already, I would be forever grateful if you could head on over to iTunes and give the show a rating and a review. And if you're craving more stepmom content, want to connect with me and stepmoms from all over the world and get access to exclusive content with all my favorite experts, be sure to check out the exclusive stepmom community, www.jamiescrimger.com forward slash membership. Members also get access to my online magazine and can listen in on coaching calls with fellow stepmoms, www.jamiescrimger.com forward slash membership. Love you guys. We'll chat with you next week.